Please connect me to the Bubble Network. Insert registered name. Oh, stop! Stop saying that! It's not my name! No problem! Please select the name from my internal database. Adash, Aaron, Abraham, Absalom. Absalom? Hi! Absalom? I am Absalom? You're like a sunshine, only giving good vibes any anytime that you're rolling. Pulling me out, never letting me down, and I wanna make sure you know it. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of January 23rd, 2022. This is episode 161, Disney Marvel, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Now, I'm going to apologize here for the lack of episode last week. I had one planned, I had one set up, and was about ready to record. Problem was... Just shortly after I recorded the episode two weeks ago, I got really, really sick with a bad case of bronchitis and uh, lost my voice completely. So I was unable to record. Um, Isaac and I had a review set up for in, um, for the new Marvel movie. Well, <laughs> not the new Marvel movie, newer Marvel movie, um, Eternals. Obviously, that hasn't happened. We postponed that. We will be bringing that to you shortly. In the meantime, though, we are back on track. My voice is relatively back up to strength, hopefully. We'll see how it holds up. And, uh, yeah, we will be bringing you more content shortly. But I did get a survey out there for you, everyone. And this week it was halfway through... Star Wars The Book of Boba Fett. What is your take on the series so far? And this was on Twitter and on Facebook. Answers, the options being, can't get enough, it's been alright, hasn't pulled me in yet, and given up already. And wow, the diversity of answers that we've got about Boba Fett. Coming in, for given up already, we have 2%. 2% of those who responded said they've given up already. Another 2% said it hasn't pulled me in yet. Now keep in mind this is before episode 4. Uh, chapter 4, whatever they call it. 42% says it's been alright. And 53% of you said you can't get enough. So majority has it. People are enjoying it. Maybe not quite as much as Mandalorian or some of these other short-run series. But, um, yeah. Diversity of answers, but most people seem to have been enjoying it. Most people seem to think it's okay. Though some people have walked away already. I am telling you, after last week's episode, don't walk away just yet. The best is yet to come. And, and trust me, it is definitely getting better. On that note, we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors. Hello there, Disney Marvel's podcast friends. This is Anthony King, host of the new podcast, Force Ghost Conversations. Each week, this show will be your home for cozy, deep dive discussions into all things Star Wars. We will break down the latest news, announcements, movies, TV shows, comics, books, and everything else in a galaxy far, far away. We can be found on every major podcast listening site, 
And you can also join the conversation with us via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Forest Ghost Conversations. We look forward to having you join us around the campfire then for some Forest Ghost Conversations, and may the Force be with you. And now, on with the show. I love to talk about those moments when a movie comes along that seems so out of left field. You may not even realize that the movie was ever released. You don't even remember necessary that the movie was being promoted. And you see it advertised somewhere, either on a streaming service or on a marquee. In a newspaper, who reads newspapers nowadays, Matthew? On a TV, on a streaming service, and somewhere you see an advertisement, you see something for this movie, and you go, why not? Why not take the moments, the hour and a half, two hours, whatever it may be, and sit down and watch this, especially, especially if it's something that is geared towards family, a family movie, which, well, you know, you have two young boys, a teenage daughter. Why not, you know, watch this movie that seems like it could, it could hit all the marks, keep everyone in tame for, like I said, about 90 minutes. And uh, then you move on with your day. Over New Year's. So, yes, okay, it's been a little while. There was a movie that came out. Well, let me back this up. Last year, there was a movie that came out. And I do remember seeing the initial trailers for this movie. And going, my boys would like this. I said that to my wife. I showed my wife the trailer. I said, the boys would love this movie. And you know, things being the way that they are in the world currently and even back then and last year, 2021, and we, we you know, theaters weren't something that we were ready to go to at that time when this movie came out, which I believe was about August. The movie came and went. Not too many people saw it. Not too many people talked about it. Eventually, the movie did come to Disney+. And I kept saying, we need to watch this. We need to watch this. My youngest decided to watch it on his own. And really enjoyed it. So, New Year's Eve, we're all sitting around going, There's a, what movie can we watch together as a family? What can we watch? Because we weren't going anywhere. We weren't doing anything. We were playing some games and stuff. But there was figured, okay, let's let's watch a movie. And my wife said, how about this one? I'm like, well, Ryan saw this one already. But he enjoyed it because he'd watched it multiple times. So he said, all right, we'll watch it. Ron's gone wrong is a 
It's a 20th century production. Something that Fox had in the works and had going. They made some tweaks to it whenever Disney acquired it, I believe. But for the most part, it, it, it we'll call it a 20th century production. It's something that was in, already in the coffers when uh, Disney acquired Fox. And, like I said, when I saw the initial trailers, I said, this is, this is going to be something fun to watch. And I wasn't wrong. But I wasn't fully right either. And this movie really surprised me. I was, I was truly taken back. So let's go over the premise here. And I'll try to keep this as spoiler-free as possible. Ron has gone wrong is takes place in a hypothetical world. Social media has taken the next step. We've gone beyond the smartphones and the tablets of today in the, in the gaming systems. And some group, the B-Bot group, um, has come up with the uh, B-Bots, basically they call them. Um... I forget the name of the exact. It, it's an basically it's an Apple parody. I mean, you 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 really get the sense of that that it's it's an Apple parody of this company. They create these these pill shaped robots that interact socially with each other and with their users, owners, um, who decide. You know, put input their their lives into them. So take a Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, whatever uh, that you have out there, and these are these are the TikToks even. Um, the the robots assimilate the data and find on their own through algorithms people that you have something in common with and connect you and they'll record videos for you you could customize them to to things that you like and you 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 do all these different things and they they will play with you they they will you know dance dance parties and be all sorts of social cool things and they turn into little scooters and which reminds me of how many kids how many listeners out there from the 80s and you remember a show called mask and there was the little robot that the, the boy had that turned into a scooter and he would zip about kind of reminds me a lot of that but in a much more modern jetsons kind of way Yes, I am dating myself. I yes, I know. I am old. I am old. You younger ones out there going mask? What? What is that? That's that Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, before that, animated show. Guy, people had helmets that had special powers, and their vehicles would turn into these super cool vehicles and uh, fly and turn into tanks and and whatever. And of course, the bad guys had similar type of things and. They would, you know, battle each other. Um, anyway, I digress. Ron's gone wrong. B-Bots look a lot like this, the robot from Mask. 
and they transform them into scooters, like the robot from Mask. But that's where the similarities end, and they're they're white. But anyway, um, so yeah, they they connect with the social network way, and you can, you know, you you gain popularity just very much like taking social networking nowadays to the next imaginable level um, off the computer and move, put it into something portable um, something anatomic that it, 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 um, it drives itself it controls itself it has its own anonymity um, outside so it's not like a smartphone which you control everything through that you, you do the input and it has limited capabilities. This this goes completely anatomic, um, where it controls itself and makes its own decisions. It controls its algorithm. It's through the the network of this corporation that it has the uh, link through the this the web and on through the cloud network and um, that kind of stuff. So you have, I mean, you you have the main character, uh, Barney, who is voiced by Jake Dylan uh, Grazer. It may sound familiar to some of you. He was in the It movies from 2017 and the It Chapter 2 follow-up. He was in Shazam, of all things, over on the, the, the DCN. And he was in Luca. So you probably recognize him from that. So he, he's uh he's been around and uh he, he some stuff modern recently. Um does a great job as Barney, pulls it off nice. You have Graham, his dad, played by Ed Helms, uh from Vacation, The Office, The Hangover. You have Donka, uh, his grandmother, yeah, um, who's voiced by Olivia Coleman, the, the amazingly talented Olivia Coleman. Uh, some of which she's been, which she's in just about everything. But she is, uh, did some voiceover work for Thomas the Tank. She's in the later seasons of The Crown. She was also in the the uh, British Broadchurch. So she's done quite a bit. Uh, and then you have Ron, the robot himself, who was voiced by Zaf Galifianakis, um, Bob's Burgers, Lego Batman movie, also in The Hangover, and uh, the Birdman movie. They, uh, so he, he, he does, he does well as the robot. And he, the characters are fleshed out well. Uh, Barney Barney is a boy who socially awkward he lives with his father and his grandmother um, they don't think I don't remember them going into any type of specifics of whatever happened to the mother other than she's not there and the father's trying to constant um, trying to make up for that and but <sighs> In a very restrictive way. So he didn't want to spend the money for. He bought, everybody else has it. He 
So he gets his son one, but it's actually a rock. <laughs> Which he can pretend that's a bebop. Oh, it does all the same things, and it does this and that. And, oh, and, and Barney's such a, a, a kind-hearted soul that whatever his dad or his grandmother tries to do that is going to embarrass him and cause problems. He never tries to let on about it to them. He just kind of yeses them to death and just, oh, well, that's so nice. Thank you so much. But I'm just going to go into here. Oh, just He never has the heart to actually tell them that what they're doing uh, may not be what he wants. Like the, the grandmother tries to write up a whole bunch of invitations and tries to invite all these kids over to his, his birthday party because it starts off at it's it's. It's Barney's birthday. And who doesn't want to go to a good old Barney's birthday party? He he never get, hands out the invitations. He gets bullied by kids. And he, ignored by other kids. The guidance counselor at the school keeps on trying to artificially connect him with other kids to make friends. And he just... It doesn't go over well with him. In working in the school district, I sometimes see this from from people that it's it, maybe not to the extent that they do it in the movie, but I I, I can't have to say I do sometimes hear and see it. it's like oh well look if you sit over here the people will notice you and they they will they'll want to be your friends because they'll see that you're alone and they'll feel bad for you so that way they will actually want to be a good friend because they feel bad for you. So you, you get you get stuff like that. You get kind of a, a weird um, slice of life that way. And he he just Barney's like, no, I'm just I'm I'm good the way I am. It would be nice to have friends, of course it would. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to fr be friends with these people. He just he, he's a little loner. He does his own thing, but he does dream of having his own bebop and being cool and and being socially accepted of course because what teenage kid wouldn't so uh, long story short his dad actually does get him the bebop Ron uh, yeah and immediately of course there's something wrong with it hence the title of the name I'm not giving anything away here Ron's gone wrong so what's going wrong with Ron he doesn't connect to the network which means he doesn't get all the updates, which means he's missing half the programming, which means he doesn't do things the way he's supposed to. First of all, he doesn't get Barney's name right. And it just, it snowballs from there. And so Ron's trying to make friends for, for Barney, and it's, again, not the right people, and the, the way that he goes about things is completely wrong. Imagine Goofy going out there trying to make friends for you. How would that necessarily go over, do you think? Well, kind of the way that you, you think it, it would. Um, and just hilarity and, and, and things pursue. Um, and it turns out that, mm, you know, maybe the way that they want about getting Ron this Bebot robot uh, getting, yeah, getting Ron, the Bebot robot for Barney wasn't necessary in the most up and up way eh, so 
you know, the, the company's going after them and trying to, to get it back. That's one part of it. And there, there's a part in the movie when you think the movie's about to end. And the story takes a left turn and gets so much more emotional than you'd ever expect. I would be willing to say and I, I, I believe my family would back me up on this statement. That by the end of the movie. If you've seen Big Hero 6. You're going to get feelings like that. And I'll leave it at that. And I mean, that I think is even saying too much. And I apologize. But. It, it, not exactly the same. You're not going to the. The alternate universe and ripping fabrics of space and time apart but you 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 are going to have some really strong emotional conflicts going on towards the end of the movie and it, it just it really strikes a chord with the heart and going into this movie you don't expect that so that's that's really the surprising thing about this movie is how much heart is in this and how much of people trying to do the right thing. You have the corporate guy who tries to do the right thing and do things on for the, the shareholders. And you kind of see how that plays out. You have the other corporate guy who doing things because this is how he would like it to be done. And he just wants to help people. And you see how that plays out. And you got Barney. Who gets caught up in a lot of this stuff. And the effects of a mistake. And something that shouldn't have happened. And how it's changed his life. They really do a good job. With not only telling this story. And the multiple arcs. But fleshing out the secondary characters. A lot of the characters that Ron interacts with. Particularly the, the main secondary ones. Like I was, I was saying. The, some of the bullies. And some of these other other characters. Um, even even the, the one corporate. Particularly the, the corporate. I'm going to call him the corporate nice guy. Um, he... You get to know these characters and you understand where they're coming from. You you get to not just see them now and how the current events change them, but you find out about their past and maybe a little bit of what changed to make them who they are and then to change again. Most, a lot of movies won't do that, particularly what's supposed to be a quote-unquote kids movie, an animated movie, um, a family movie. I think that's the better term, a family movie. You don't always get the full picture from the secondary characters. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Let me use Big Hero 6 again for the, um, the for instance here, being a, a close comparison. You have Honey Lemon and Wasabi and um, Go-Go. 
that you don't you you know where they who they were to Hiro. They were Tadashi's friends. But you don't know who they were before that. And I mean, you, you find out... Um, oh, I am blanking on the, the, the character's name. Fred, you find out a little bit about Fred's background and upbringing. But that, that's kind of where that ends. You, you don't find out about all these other characters. They just kind of show up, they're there, and you move forward from that, and you see the relationship build and, and how everything assembles from there. This, and not that become a, that these people all become superhero teams. That's not the case. But this, the secondary characters, there's the, the girl, there's the bully, that you find out about their past too. And you see some of their social dilemmas now as they're trying to go through life in ever-changing life. And these images that they perceive how they're trying to be popular and you get the layers of the onion what is beyond the superficial with them and I thought that was brilliant that you, you get you you know your main character but you're knowing these secondary characters which gives this so much more weight and so much more influence and so much more story and meaning to the story and meaning to what's going on in the story one part Barney goes missing and again I, I don't want to give a lot away here but when Barney goes missing you see the the impact it has on these other characters and what happens when Barney is found again that is really the emotional turning point of the film I believe at that point you have the, the fun romp and everything and there's the you get the, the emotion between Ron and Barney throughout and then the, the just the immediate family and again as, as Ron's going about trying to make friends oh, there's one line my son keeps on saying it fun as a joke around the house but he kind of carries a lot of of the movie where Ron and trying to uh, Barney and trying to hide Ron he'll keep him in the shed in the backyard and as Barney is trying to explain to Ron what a friend is and how do you find friends and what is a meaning meaning of a real friend? Because Ron doesn't know. Ron finally realizes, oh, this is a friend. He looks around. There are no friends in the shed. That's that kind of sun sums up Barney. That there there's no friends in his little private area there. And Ron goes off again, trying to to make make friends uh, for for Barney or Epsilon as. Ron, as Ron jokingly he doesn't get his name right Ron's supposed to be his best friend his friend out of the box and he can't even get Barney's name right <laughs> Barney is in some ways a modern modern Charlie Brown 
like I said, it, there's, there's a point, turning point when they are found after running away that you did not expect this. You kind of expected the movie to end there, and it doesn't. And it, like I said, it takes an emotional turn that you, I wasn't expecting. Maybe after listening to this, maybe you will expect it. But chances are, it's not the what you were, you would expect out of the movie or the movie that you're currently watching, and it's a good thing. And it just keeps building at that point. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it gets a, it's maybe a little silly in some parts. But it, it, it is just so beautifully done. The animation is really done nicely. Um, just some little fun things. Fun things to mention in here. That there are several B-Bots that resemble Stormtroopers and Darth Vader from Star Wars. As well as an Iron Man, Black Panther, and Captain Marvel. Um, from the, the Marvel uh, Universe. Um, since 20th century is now part of the Disney family, they were able to bring that all in. That was an easy skin overlay that you know, they throw into the animation. So whatever Disney decided to go ahead, put this movie out, you know, just doing that quickly to bring it into the family wasn't hard. Uh, inside the bubble control center, one of the texts is dressed like Dennis Neerty, uh, Wayne Knight's character. From the 1993 Jurassic Park movie. Complete with the loud Hawaiian shirt. And some of the stuff on the computers. I did notice that. That was that was a nice little nod to Jurassic Park. And kind of what's going on. It's quick. But it's there. And it's fun. Um, I mean that that's kind of it. I mean and that just goes to show you. How this this movie kind of snuck under the radar that a lot of people didn't even put stuff about um, the different you know, jokes and what's going on with it. So th what what more to say about th this movie? That um, I gave it I mean, it's got a 7.1 on, on IMDb. I and I may have stretched it here. But I went ahead. And I gave it a 9. And I, I'm not second guessing it. Even after you know this time. And maybe seeing it another time. I, I just immediately when it finished. I was so happy with this movie. And so pleased with it that I, I could not I could not I did not feel like I could have given it anything less maybe an 8.5 but it is it is a nice little gem of a movie it's the little movie that could so you're looking for a movie you need something for the family or you just want a nice feel-good movie to get lost in for, like I said, about 90 minutes. Ron's Gone Wrong is definitely my suggestion. Um, it is PG. 
for just some of the language and scenarios that happened, some crude, crude humor. Um, like I said, there's some instances of bullying. I apologize, it's more than 90 minutes. It's an hour and 47 minutes, so 117 minutes. It is definitely, definitely worth checking out. It's on Disney Plus, it's on HBO Max. Both services carry it uh, because Fox had a conditional um, movie release of its movies uh, with HBO. So this would, that's why it falls under there. And I guess they were able to do some negotiating to allow it to come to Disney Plus as well. Check it out while you can. After all that, have you actually, I never asked, have you seen Ron's Gone Wrong? If so, I want to know what your thoughts of it were. Find us on the social media and continue the conversation. Our Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast. On Instagram, we're at Disney Marvel's Podcast, TikTok at Disney Marvel's Podcast, and on the Twitter at Disney Marvel's. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we'll upload audio versions of the podcast on there, and we'll have some uh, other videos that keep popping up as well on there. You can leave a voice message through the Anchor app and or anchor.fm website. You can record a message electronically and email it to us from your smart device or your computer. And any suggestions or questions that you may have, please bring your questions. I'd love to do a question and answer episode. Email that to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. You can also find us uh, on the Disney blog as well. Disney Marvels blog, not the Disney blog. The Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Haven't updated that in a bit, but we'll get that going. Links to all these are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little and crazy time we all have nowadays. But the fact that we get to spend some time together does truly mean a lot to me. And I can't thank you enough. Um, but if I could ask you, go on to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I believe Google, whatever your local, your listening podcast um, source is and leave a rating and review uh, it helps let people know about the show that way the, it, the more reviews that we get the more that these companies will promote the show and becomes more when people search up Disney or Marvel this podcast will be one of the higher picks then um, right now we have all five star reviews on Apple Podcasts Again, thank you so much for leaving those kind of reviews. Um, it, it really, really means a lot to me. It's what keeps keeps us going. Uh, if you don't want to leave a review on there, let other people know. Shout it on the social network. Share a link on, on whatever social network that you're on. Check out the Disney Marvel podcast. Also, you can tell people about it. If people that you know that are into Disney or Marvel or Star Wars or any of that type of stuff, hey, check out the Disney Marvels podcast. They, they talk about all the fun type of things. Just keep the help this uh, just help keep the Disney Marvel podcast family growing because a big Disney family is is 
where it's at. But won't believe it a big Disney family, so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. Again, occasionally I do miss a week, like last week. Um, I had a really bad, bad case of bronchitis. I lost my voice. It took me better part of the week, a week, a week and a half to be able to get back to this point. I, it was, I was in pretty bad shape. I, I must, I will be truthful and, and, and share that. I apologize. So, thankfully, I am back. Um, able to carry on now, and uh, the, uh, things keep getting better. So, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You know, you know when new episodes come out. Consider becoming a premium subscriber. Help the show out even more. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support or find our Patreon page where you can also get some cool merchandise. Um, also, check out our merchandise shop. Speaking of which, we got some cool stuff over there. Uh, update your fashion for 2022. Got some nice little fun things going on. We got some retro logo. We got the, um, some cool sayings. A whole bunch of different wear. Uh, hoodies, sweatshirts, jackets, uh, t-shirts, baby clothes. You name it, they got a lot of it. Coffee mugs. Get yours now and get a cool piece of uh, something cool to wear and help the show out. Help out one of your favorite podcasts. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. And whatever you're facing out there, Whatever troubles may be bothering you, weighing you down, even if it's just that time of year, and it always weighs a little heavier on you. I'll leave you with this this saying I I saw hanging on in an office, and it says, "In Japan, broken objects are often repaired with gold. The flaws is seen as a unique piece." of the object's history, which adds to its beauty. Consider this when you're feeling broken. You can't change the past, but you can realize that it's part of who you are and it makes you unique and special and you're beautiful because of that you need help help will be given to you but you need to ask never be afraid to ask for help people care for you you are special you're beautiful never give up never give in be your own hero now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote of course from Walt Disney in learning the art of storytelling by animation, I have discovered that language has an anatomy. Even spoken word, whether uttered by a living person or by a cartoon character, has its facial grimace, emphasis, emphasizing the meaning. And that's Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everybody. And I'll see you next time.